Hello, everyone. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about some tips and advice for incoming first-year dental students, specifically things you should be doing or could be doing to make your transition to dental school easier or get you more involved in the dental community. I don't have too much of an intro for this week's episode. Basically, in SimLab, we're working on class twos now, which is notoriously the hardest prep and restoration because it involves doing the occlusal surface like a class one, but then you go and you make a step down in the interproximal space between two teeth, either mesial or distal, or MOD, mesial, occlusal, distal. So it's a lot of potential to damage the adjacent tooth, and you're drilling very deep, you're drilling four or five millimeters versus about two. So it's a bit more tricky and there's a very distinct external outline that you need to have. So that's really what I've been working on a lot. And then I also have a midterm coming up next week for our first one in musculoskeletal system because that was a half and half class. First half of the semester was nervous system. We just finished that up when we had all those midterms. And then next week is our first exam for that musculoskeletal class that's going to proceed until the end of the semester. But that's pretty much everything I have to catch you all up on. Semester's going pretty well. And now that it's getting warm and sunny in Ann Arbor, I'm really enjoying my time here, spending more time outside, trying new restaurants and everything. And I'm really optimistic. It sounds like we might be getting partially or fully back in person coming summer term. So updates to come about all of that. But I know that fall term... I don't know. Again, I think that in fall term, we're going to be back in person lectures. So very, very exciting. And now that you're all caught up on what's happening in my life, let's get into the main episode. All right. So today's topic, how to prepare for incoming dental school. The main thing I'm just going to throw out here right at the beginning kind of sums up the whole episode, but you definitely want to stick around for the specific tips and things you could do to prepare. But basically, start immersing yourself in dental. That can be books, podcasts, social media, Facebook groups. We're going to get into all of that. But the main takeaway is that now that you're accepted to dental school, you're 100% going to be a dentist. So you want to start getting involved in the dental community, start learning as much as you can, start observing, start making connections, and I think that that will really pay off for you in dental school. So the first thing people always ask me about when it comes to preparing for dental school is the academics. Should they be studying? Should they be reviewing things? Should they pick up some online class to make the real classes coming up easier? Generally, I'm just going to say no. I say take your time to relax, but I would recommend keeping your notes from certain undergrad classes if you took them, such as genetics, histology, biochemistry, anatomy, and physio, definitely. I would keep them so that you can review them later during dental school and maybe look them over if you're really feeling nervous and that's something that will make you feel better, but Everyone kind of starts from zero at dental school again anyways. You'll be fine to just learn once you start taking classes. I really recommend giving yourself a full brain break if you have any time between when you finish up current classes and when you start dental school or when you finish working and when you start dental school. I recommend just taking that time to relax. One thing I would recommend for school though is to download the app called Bone Box, literally just B-O-N-E space B-O-X, and it's best on an iPad. It is free, but it allows you to look at the dental anatomy really well. There's teeth numbering in there. I would recommend learning the teeth numbering in the universal system. That's, I'm pretty sure, what 
everyone in the United States uses. So like one through 32. And knowing your different quadrants, it helps being able to count from canine outwards. So knowing your molars, knowing your canines, knowing your incisors, that would make it easiest in my opinion. And that's kind of the basis of what I know to know my tooth numbering. So I would start trying to learn that and try to get a little bit more of an understanding of dental anatomy because that was something that took a lot of time out of my first year summer. And if I had just a little bit more familiarity, I wouldn't have needed to spend so long on the basics. I also wanted to recommend some podcasts for you all that you could listen to that are dental related in addition to mine, of course. So one of those would be The Dentist Money Show. That one's run by either accountants or CPAs or something. So they're not dentists, but honestly, they're more experts in dental finance than dentists because dentists usually hire that out anyway. So I found that their episodes are really interesting. I've only listened to a handful, but I'm a big fan. A podcast that I do really like is My Loops Are Up Here. That's Women Dentistry Run. The next one is Dentistry Uncensored. Another one that's Woman Dentist is The Social Dentist. And finally, you've probably heard of these Dental Student Vibes as well as Dental Student Podcast. This one is more every healthcare field, but I always find that interesting. And then they do have dentists or dental specialists occasionally. It's called Our Lives in Medicine. The next one is Tooth Talk by the ADA. And then the last one that you could maybe do is the AAID podcast, Academy of Implant Dentistry, if that's something that interests you. There's definitely more than that, but those are the ones that I have saved and followed and listened to when I have the time on my Spotify. But definitely my favorites are Dentist Money Show and um, Dental Student Vibes and Dental Student Podcast out of all of those. And of course, hopefully you keep listening to mine as you go into dental school as well. And the next and one of the biggest, best things I think that you can do is to join dental Facebook groups. We have one. It's not super active, but I still recommend that you join it because we started pods. We started a pod for incoming dental students, and you all have a group me where you can talk and compare different experiences to get advice if you need to advocate for your class or something in these challenging times with your class council. You can see what other schools are up to if you need help for SimLab, for a class, for finding roommates or something even. So I really recommend joining Dental Download Facebook group. Another thing that you can join is Practice Biopsy. That is run by University of Michigan alumni D'Angelo Webster, Dr. D'Angelo Webster, and there's actually two. There's practice biopsy, dentist and dental student only, and then there's also one called Think Like a Patient, patient communication for dentists and students. So that's two other groups you could join. I also recommend joining Dental Nachos. We're going to mention a lot more about Dental Nachos later. I'm a big fan of their business model and everything they're doing, but Dental Nachos is a great Facebook group. And in Practice Biopsy, Dr. D'Angelo Webster shares everything about his practice, kind of his numbers, his schedules for the day, how he's making everything work, the good things that happen, the bad things that happen, and it's really centered on his specific practice. But he also engages with the members a lot, the students. He'll do giveaways for people that comment on the post. He'll send you a book or something. He's done Zooms with us as dental students to answer our questions, just all free of charge. So really great group to be involved in. Dental Nachos is a more open group, so anyone's posting. All kinds of dentists are posting all the time. I don't engage as much in this group per se, just because as a first year, you're really not going to know very much. But 
what you will notice is that you're starting to understand more. They post a lot of cases in there and, of course, like HIPAA-compliant anonymous patients, but they say, I can't tell what this lesion is. Do you have any ideas? I'm going to probably refer it out, but I'm trying to learn for my own sake. Or they talk about different aspects of business tree or running their practice or even looking for associates in there. They have a dental nachos dentist job connect for dentists seeking employment, which is something I might utilize later in my third year. You never know. So I highly, highly recommend dental nachos. Um, Just two more groups. The last one is the making of a dental startup. So that is all business dental startup centered, of course, as it sounds. So that's another great group to just be observing. You're going to learn so much about the true numbers, what it really takes. Again, the highs, the lows, what you maybe need to be preparing for. And then the final group is nifty, thrifty dentists. And that is a lot of posting, like, how can I get this for cheaper, but still good quality comparing different dental products. And again, just being in these groups, for me, at least, I feel like you're just immersing yourself in dental. You're learning more just from exposure. Like, oh, I've heard of that. Oh, I've seen that. And it makes things that you're hearing about in school a lot more real because this is happening to real dentists. So I recommend joining all of those Facebook groups 100%. And on the topic of dental startups, maybe buying a dental practice, I do have an episode with Brian Hanks called How to Buy a Dental Practice. So I highly recommend listening to that. And I do also recommend his books. He has two, How to Buy a Dental Practice, part one and part two. But I'm going to make a whole podcast episode, I think, at the end of the summer more so, probably like early August, about books I recommend for dental students. Once I have read a lot of the ones I have sitting over here in my bookshelf, I just haven't made time to read them. So I want to read them first, of course, before I'm recommending them, but look forward for an episode all about books to prepare you for dental school or just help with professional personal development as well. So the other thing that I think is a really great way to immerse yourself in dental is through the app Clubhouse. So if you need an invite for Clubhouse, send me a message on Instagram and I should be able to get you an invite or let you in. It's basically like an apply for organization, club, social media platform. And it's a little more business centered than like an Instagram or something. And it is basically audio only conference calls. So you could think of it like a Zoom, but only audio is on and there's the panelists the people hosting the call and then there's everyone in the waiting room or like the listening in room so you're listening to all the panelists talking and they unmute themselves when they're talking about whatever topic so whether it's starting up a dental practice or associating or dso's which is the organized corporate dentistry so any of those topics they're going to be on there talking about it and then as you someone listening in you don't have the ability to speak until you could have a raise your hand feature and then if you have a question they can bring you in and you can unmute yourself and talk so it's really easy because you can just listen to all these things and it doesn't really take up much of your time you have no potential of like being heard so it's no worries there about like unmuting yourself on accident you can just go about your day or be in the car or something um there is one called big dental energy and that's with dr Ham. Zagaj, Dr. Stephen Liu, and a handful of others. Mostly Hamza is the one running it. He's been on my podcast a couple times as well as Stephen. But there's, again, they do that every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Oh, misspoke. Sorry. 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. EST. So if you're all interested, definitely go on Clubhouse, Follow Dr. Hamzagaj and Dr. Stephen Liu, and then you'll be alerted when they do that every single Thursday night. I know this coming Thursday, so what's that going to be? The 18th at night, I 
should be on their Clubhouse chat talking about dental school. We'll see if that all works out. But Clubhouse, big thing. If you follow me, just my name, Haley Schultz, I'm in a couple. They're basically like communities or almost like groups that you join on Clubhouse. I'm in quite a few different women in business or dentistry groups. So if you go to my page, you can see some kind of groups that would be good to apply for. And I think you do need to make sure that in your description of yourself on Clubhouse, you mention that you're um, incoming D1 at whatever school. That way they accept you into these groups because they are for dentists, dental students only. Another thing that I think would be great to do is to start following the organizations at your school on social media that you're interested in joining so you can see what they're up to, keep you excited and motivated for starting school. I would 100% say you want to follow your ASDA chapter at your school as well as your ASDA's regional page, so whether you're District 2 or 6 or 8 or whatever, and then you also want to follow the National ASDA. Other than that, I would just look at what clubs your school has and follow all of them, follow some of them, whatever piques your interest. Because, for example, I know that our chapter of American Association of Women Dentists, we're doing Wednesday Women in Dentistry Instagram takeovers. So we're like doing day in the life of a dental student. So if you follow these pages, they're doing, um, and, and Michigan's SNDA chapter is also doing day in the life of a dental student, but on their reels, so not their stories. But that's even better because you can go back and watch them and then... AAWD's stories are saved on their highlights. So you can go and watch these and see what dental students are up to. Again, getting you excited, maybe making you more comfortable, maybe learning something. And on the topic of Instagram, for me, I think this is a huge tip and something that you all should do, but I know it's not everyone's seen. So I would say to start your dental Instagram page now. You don't need to be nearly as like active as I am or become like a influencer or something or start working with twice and coco floss and burst and all these brands i'm not saying to like sell out if you will or anything because you want to make sure if you do end up growing on instagram and working with a brand that you highly highly support them i've definitely turned down a lot of brands in my social media time so far but i say make a dental instagram page something related to your name. I personally don't think saying doctor blah 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 or blah 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 DDS or DMD is appropriate yet. I'm sure that that username isn't going to be taken unless you're like Smith or like Jonathan or something really more generic of a name. If it's a less common name, I doubt that there's other dentist versions of you on Instagram. So I wouldn't worry about like securing your username yet for your professional page, but I would just make a page with your name, something related to like dentistry in some way. And that way you can start connecting with other dental students because eventually you're all going to graduate. You're all going to be dentists and you want that community and also put yourself out there and follow some dentists that inspire you that are running practice that you'd like to run or work in an area that you'd like to work. Follow them, send them a message, introduce yourself, um, say that you're excited to follow them. Like say that you just made your page and you're excited to continue following what they're doing. You really admire what they're doing. Just introduce yourself. I think that's such an important way. Dentists really aren't on LinkedIn, most of them. So I think Instagram is really the place to be building that community. And you don't have to post all the time. It's just good to set yourself out there, start building a follower account, start making connections. That way, as you get closer to D3, D4 year, you might have something to show. Maybe you've been able to take images during clinic of any transformations that you've done with patients, and you can post that on there kind of as a portfolio. It's just really good to start building that now because if you start D3 or D4 year, you're going to have like 10 followers, which is fine. But starting now, you're going to be able to build that up more, build up some credibility, and it can really help you when you're starting a practice or looking for a job. 
Okay, we have five more tips here, and these are the biggest ones that I can give you is the last tip, so stick around for the last tip. But the next one is simply explore the city you're moving to if you have the opportunity. I know now that more people are getting vaccinated, maybe you feel more comfortable flying or something, and not trying to encourage travel, but if you're able to safely get to the place that you're moving to see around, to make sure you figure out where you're living, just to see what there is to do, I think that could make you feel a lot more excited for school and a lot more comfortable. And on that topic of getting excited for school, make a list of restaurants or other activities that you want to do in the city that your dental school is in once you move. Again, I think that's going to make you excited. It'll give you ideas. If you're making a little friend group, you can come up with an activity for you all to do when you meet up and finally move there. Another thing is to have Zooms with your future class. Of course, this is COVID-friendly, so I think most dental classes do this, that they're put on by the liaisons that are in the grade above you, but I say do as many as you can or Zooms with your future roommates or Zooms with just like the gal group in your class or the guy group or just whoever wants to hop on. It's great to just get to talk to people. I FaceTimed a couple people individually before classes started, as well as went to all of the Zoom socials that we did have. Second to last thing is to start saving money because you're going to have to pay for loops and your club's dues and other expenses. Of course, if you're taking out loans, you can plan ahead in addition to your cost of living that you're going to need anywhere from twelve hundred to three thousand plus dollars for loops um basically the more magnification you're getting the lighter the frame basically the nicer to an extent loops that you're getting the more expensive they are we talked about loops in my episode of all about d1 sim lab so if you want to look at that podcast episode we do talk about loops quite a bit and then club dues i think for me i paid almost four or five hundred dollars i think some of them were anywhere from like 40 to 50, but the dental fraternities are like 150, almost $200. And I think I joined like six clubs. So even if they're only like $30 or something, it does add up if you do have one of those dental fraternities in there. Oh, this was what was so expensive. I did the four year as a membership. So I paid $400 up front to be a chapter and national member for all four years rather than I think 125 per year. So it saves me money in the long run. And I'm still involved in as exact positions for the coming year that I was just elected to and everything. So I know like for me that that's worth it. But anyways, expensive is what I'm saying. So just prepare for it and any other expenses you think you may have. I'm going to make a YouTube video about things to buy for D1 Sim Lab, little things that you don't think about. Nothing too expensive other than loops, but just little things that make your bench setup easier, all that. So there'll be a YouTube video of that closer to um, June, probably May, June. Now, our very, very last tip I want to give you all today is if you can, which I'm not sure if you can as an incoming dental student, but I think so, start downloading free CE promotions. So CE is continuing education. Most of this is virtual these days. And some of my favorite programs that do free CE from time to time, definitely Dental Nachos. They do free CE all the time. And you just want to be following their pages and keeping up with their text messages that they send. And they'll let you know if they have any free promotions for CE courses, which are usually an hour or two. And when you download them for most of these versions, you're saving them as the forever version. So they're going to be on your profile to watch at any time. So you can watch it now if you're interested or you can watch it later if it's a little over your head, if it's about implants or occlusion or something. It's good just to have it. Like, why not? 
take advantage of free resources. And the thing with these animal nachos is that they're free for a day, maybe. So it's not like they're all going to be free forever. They're usually $50 for an hour, $200 for like an extensive course, $500 even, depending what it is. So it's good to just download them when they're offered for free from time to time. Another institute that I have gotten only one free CE from so far, but I've heard Dennis speak highly of this um, CE company is Panky, P-A-N-K-E-Y. That's another one to look into. Academy of General Dentistry, which is another club as well as national organization that I'm involved in. If you get on their mailing list, they often do CE courses as well. And also ASDA, American Student Dental Association, is another organization that sometimes does free CE So that is everything for this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it and I will talk to you next Monday.